0: hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast i'm super excited for this episode um last week i was in beautiful florida and got to be traveling in the hot hot sun for about a week and now the day i got back it's blizzarding outside in nebraska right now so fun But today I'm going to be talking to you guys about seven keys to getting back on track. So like I said, I've been traveling and it's really hard to get out of your routine, to be out of your routine and then come back and you got to unload all your luggage, put everything away, do laundry, clean your house, all these different things. And it can be super overwhelming. I know that I've felt that a million times in my own life. And so I want to teach you guys the seven keys that I use to get back on track in less than 24 hours. They're very practical, very simple as always. And I'm super excited, excited to dive in. So let's go. Well, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Megan here. Welcome back to the podcast, and I'm so excited to share with you seven keys to getting back on track today. We are also videoing this episode. I'm super excited, so I'll be able to share on my Instagram, and uh, I just want to first and foremost say that this is something that I'm naturally very terrible at, like very, very terrible. I am a gut person, Enneagram 8. I like to lead from the heart, and I am a fire-ready, aim kind of girl. I'm not even, like, aim fire ready i'm legitimately like fire ready aim um and it's great because i can make really tough decisions really quickly i'm confident i can use my gut center and my center of knowledge and wisdom in my faith to be able to really capitalize on things which is a huge blessing but at the same time i can be horrible when it comes to actually planning things out slowing down um getting out ahead of things not my skill set. I can't wait till the day that I can hire a project manager. Hopefully that will be in 2021 because we're expanding and some really exciting things are happening. Um, but as of right now, and actually this is just a word of the wise for anybody who's building a company, you always start off by doing everything yourself. So the second that you say that you can't do something or you don't want to do something, I just, I mean, you can disagree with me, but I, I, I firmly believe that you have to learn how to do everything as a CEO before your company really grows to a a certain status, a certain financial um, goal in the first place. Otherwise, yeah, I just don't see how you can grow if you don't learn how to do everything or else things are going to slip through the cracks because they still got to get done, right? And you can't really pass it off to anybody else. So today I'm super excited to tell you all the seven keys to get you back on track, whether you've been traveling, um, whether you've been going through a transitionary season in your life, you know, maybe... You ended a relationship or started a relationship or you moved or you're done with school. You know, maybe you graduated this winter and starting in January, you're done and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in the real world. Like, what am I doing? Um, A lot of my girls, they're transitioning into full pedal to the metal pageant mode. As we've talked about, because a lot of their state pageants are in May and June. So they're like, holy crap, this is happening. Like, this is real, because obviously they've been waiting for a year and a half. So I think this podcast, I know this podcast, is going to help y'all today specifically. um, And we're going to make it super practical. And I, again, I just want to firmly say, I suck at this, naturally. So I have to, like, really, really be intentional about this. 2021, um, I'm going to be surrounding myself with mentors, more so than ever, specifically in this department. And if you're asking, like, well, what sparked this? Normally, people put out an episode like this at the first of the year. Why now? Um, great question. Um, if you're watching this as opposed to listening to this, I'm holding up a book right now, and it's called Goal Getters by Nicole Crank. Y'all know I love faster Nicole. She's my home girl. No, she's she's my mentor. Um, she's been a mentor to me for over 10 years virtually, and this past year we got to meet in person. And she's just everything that you could have ever wanted in a mentor. But a super cool thing is in the acknowledgements and the endorsements in the beginning of the book, um, she actually asked me to write one of the endorsements. And so I was like, first of all, dumbfounded, like at all. I was like, did you text the right person? Like, did you text the wrong person? Uh, I was like, this, this can't be real. Um, But what I found out when I actually read this, and I'm holding this up right now, for those of y'all who can see my name right there, even though it's backwards, um, there's only seven endorsements in the whole book. And so I about started crying last night when I looked at this because I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like why in the world would you ask me to be one of those seven people? But God is so cool. And I just want to encourage y'all that these, these dreams that you've dreamed, these things that you desire in your life, like Don't ever give up on your dreams. I mean, seriously, God is so good and he wants the plans and purposes of your life to come to pass even more than you do. So just keep putting one foot in front of another. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Massive Imperfect Action, which I've spoken on before, um, but why it's so incredibly important to partner with God and to surrender to God and to be obedient in every area of your life is because he can open doors that no man can shut and he can shut doors that no man can open um, and he can open doors that no man can open too. And it's just so beautiful, and walking in the center of God's will for your life, there's no better feeling. There's literally no better feeling, and knowing that cool, like, things full of favor and just God's grace are going to keep happening in your life, and it's not because of you, it's just because your life is surrendered. And so I want to preface that, that everything God's given me, (laughs) it's just fun, because you're partnering with Him, and you know that a God who loves you is, like, pouring out blessings onto your life, and that is so freaking cool, because I didn't do anything to do it. So... Anyways, a little bit of encouragement. So seven keys to get you back on track. Um, We're going to blaze through these today. I'm going to give you some examples and hopefully make you laugh a little bit that I am not perfect at this at all, literally at all, not even close, but... These are my intentions that I set for myself and these are the things I'm supposed to do. And if you do five out of the seven of them, it's okay. The world's not going to fall apart, but I believe in you. So let's do this together, shall we? We actually just did a morning and night routine challenge in my inner circle this month and it was super fun. I'm planning what I want to do for January um, because we do little challenges every month and we just had such a great time. Um, Last Thursday we had justice uh and miss tennessee usa on the inner circle and went like two hours it was amazing and we're eating thai food (laughs) as we're as we're coaching and halfway through we find out that justice gave me herd food instead of my food and i had never tried either before and i was like yeah this thing was good and so we realized we're eating the wrong food we're real and raw around here and y'all get to see us at our best which sometimes is in our pajamas eating thai food so if you want to be a part of the greatest community of pageant women you need to be in the inner circle. You can DM us or email info at powerhousepageantry.com or click the link in the show notes and we'll make sure that you're in the right place. It is truly the best and I wish I could show you all these screenshots of girls um, that, I, that I get after every single call. It's just so beautiful and that's why I do what I do. Yay! So, okay. Number one. Let's get into it. Very simple, okay? The difference between your life being organized though and your life uh, not feeling overwhelmed, being on track is not the fact that you can't do these things. Okay, it's not the fact that you don't even know these things. It's the fact of whether you do them, whether you're intentional about them. So number one is go to bed early and wake up early. Dun dun, dun. You're like, wow, that is so. <laughs> I've heard that a million times. Great, but are you doing it? Are you doing it? And I'm I'm pointing two fingers, actually four fingers at myself. Two thumbs at myself. If you're watching video right now, um, because I'm I'm horrible at this. I'm a night owl. Some of my best songs have written at like one in the morning, but I feel like crap the next day. If I wake up like past eight, I literally feel like the whole day's a failure and I want to do nothing. So for me, I found out like I went to bed at 10 thirty last night and it was the most amazing thing in the entire world. And I perked up out of bed at like seven and felt like just on top of the world for a million reasons, right? And that's because I went to bed early and I turned my phone off. I did my shutdown routine. Um, I've talked about that in a million podcasts. So go back and listen to those for morning and nightly routines. But again, I want to I want to elicit this clearly. It's not that it's hard. It's not that you can't do it. It's not like it's a new skill that you even need to learn. It's just the fact that you need to do it. And that leaves us with number two, leans into number two, right away morning action. So I just talked about this with my girls last month as well. And something that I found in coaching and even just kind of biohacking my own schedule and my own life the past whatever years is that I found that so many people overcomplicate their morning and evening routines. They're like, I need 19 Thousand things, and if I don't get all of them done, and this three-hour morning routine, then I'm a failure, and the rest of the day is bad. Um, I used to be one of those people. My morning routine had like 19 things on it, and I did not keep to a schedule. It ended up lasting four hours, and then by the by the time that the four hours passed, my most creative energy was gone forget it and I hadn't worked out and I hadn't done something creative and so I was like screw this the rest of the day is like not gonna happen so I found for myself that I either need to work out right away or I need to do my most creative like writing and tasks done right away in the morning I that makes me feel a sense of great accomplishment I take massive and perfect action in that and it gives me the energy to continue to do things um, the rest of the day, which leaves us with, um, number three, do the heaviest thing first, do the hardest thing first. So if you really struggle getting to the gym, then you need to go to the gym first before you even have a thought, like make your coffee and run or don't make your coffee. Just take a shot of pre-workout and leave like whatever it takes. Don't wait until your head engages. Like literally your, your brain's going to talk you out of it. If you do just wake up and do it, brush your teeth, wash or wash your hair, brush your teeth, uh, brush your hair, and get out of there, seriously. And that's that's why having a shortened um, five to 10 minute morning routine in terms of if you really struggle like in the morning, um, I've been kind of playing with this fact and I did it today and it just works so much better for me. Otherwise I can get into a rut and I either sit down at my desk and I get into work mode like crazy and I look up and it's like five hours later and I'm like semi-productive, but I didn't work out and then I lose all my energy in the, in the evening. And um, that just doesn't work well for me. That's not the vibe that I want. And so I don't prefer that. And so I have to go to the gym right away. Even if I take my coffee cup with me, um, I I just gotta go. And I have worked it out like I did today where I love reading so much that sometimes I get, I get stuck there. I get caught there and I'll read for like two hours, but I'm also on my phone and checking social media and whatever. So what I've found is that if I go straight to the gym and I work out for like 45 minutes to an hour, hit workout And then I read and bring a book and I walk on the treadmill. Um, Yeah, walking on a treadmill may not burn as many calories as the stair stepper or the elliptical, which I hate because my gait is way too long for regular ellipticals. Shout out to tall people. Um, But I can read and I can multitask on a treadmill. So I kill two birds with one stone where I'm working on my body as well as working out my mind. And I usually just do 20 to 30 minutes burn an extra 200 or 300 calories, which is obviously amazing. And I go on with my day and it makes me feel incredibly accomplished because I know that I fed my spirit or sometimes I'll listen to a podcast. I listen to podcasts at the gym all the time and it makes me feel absolutely amazing where I'm like, okay, shower. And now like ready to crush the day. You don't have that guilt of, Oh, I still got to do this. Like I really, Oh my gosh, I didn't go to the gym. Like I still got to go to the gym. I still got to do this. I still got to do this. So whatever that like heaviest thing is, ask yourself the question, if I were to get this done, how would I feel? And if the answer to that is a massive weight off your shoulders, for some people, that's errands. For some people, that's you need to call somebody. For some people, that's you need to fire somebody. For some people, you need to, you know, whatever it is, okay, assess what that is for your life and do it first. And everything else will seem downhill from there, which is really, really awesome. Okay, next. This is crucial. This is something that I didn't get to do this week. And I, so I had to take a day and do it today for about a half a day. And I'm so glad I did because otherwise I feel helter-skelter like crazy. So a day of planning per week, okay? A day where you do something totally different than the other days that you normally operate when you're working. Um, for me, it's Mondays and I have my meetings with my employees. I have uh, Fridays, I have my meeting with my mentor. So kind of beginning and ending um, and my my business partners. And um, Mondays, I shoot content I do the podcast normally. I um, write and produce the podcast. I upload all that. I do um, monthly planning. I check up on my weekly goals. I look at my 90 day um, quarterly rocks and it's all like working on the business, high level thinking, like creativity max. Um, I'm not like on coaching calls. I don't do sales calls those days. Like I'm very high level, okay? because I need to set the tone for my week. I need to figure out where we're going creatively in terms of social media. Um, And then at the end of the day, I'll check email because that takes a lot out of me and it's a totally different mindset. Um, And eventually I'll offboard that too to a personal assistant starting probably next year. But, um, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are super heavy client days. I'm talking to people. I'm in it. I'm not so much working on the business. Um, I'll check email at the end of the day again, maybe the beginning of the day. And then Friday is like vision casting. So I get an hour with my mentor, who's a multimillionaire, who's a business partner of mine. um, And we get after it and he checks up on what did you get done this week? What did you say you're going to get? done this week? Where are we going next week? Where are we at with our goals? And it's really, really beautiful. Um, And so for you, you may not have a business, right? So can you get together with a friend once a week and hold each other accountable for how, you know, how did you get to, how early did you get to bed this week? Or how did your date go? Or how did your test go? Or did you procrastinate again? There's so many different things that you can do um, to, create accountability in your life that is so beautiful and you take the pressure off of having to do life totally alone um which you shouldn't have to in the first place that's that's awful right so whether it's a zoom call i encourage you to set up some natural accountability that's why we have the inner circle every other week so that as girls are going through our interview mastery academy or another one of our programs they can come together and they get to see their friends and we're all in our pajamas and our hair in a bun you know and hanging out Um, But we get to do life together. And it's so much fun. It's like the highlight of my week. Um, I've loved having it the past two weeks because we did it the first two weeks of December because of Christmas. And um, so I might have to do an extra little training because I'll miss them until January. I'm like, come on. So um, creating that accountability can absolutely change your life. And it's something I wish I would have done a lot earlier than now. Um, I've also decreased my circle significantly. Um, you have to decrease in order to increase. So I've gotten really, really intentional. Go back to the podcast on Connection Circles if you want to know more about that. Um, I've, I've significantly decreased my circle and pretty much only talked to entrepreneurs. Um, I know that might sound mean, <laughs> but to be completely honest, that's just where I'm at right now. Like I, I will be a millionaire before I'm 30, and my company will be worth multi-million dollars by the time that I'm 30. And I just want to be around people who sharpen me. I want to be around people who know a heck of a lot more than me, have more employees, have made way more money. I want to be at the bottom of the barrel. For so long, um, I thought that it was more noble to be the smartest person in the room. And you hear it so often like, oh, you're you're the five people you hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... And I knew that in my head, but I I almost like didn't know how to create those connections. I didn't know how to reach out to those people. But I'll tell you, if you're in that position, like I, I really believe that a, when you get obedient and you surrender to God, you go back to the last thing that God told you to do and do it. Go back to the last thing that God told you to do that, you know, God told you to do and do it. I promise you, you guys, doors of heaven will open up to you. I've seen this in my life dozens and dozens of times. That is a huge key. I need to put that on my social media. Seriously, I'm I'm about to this week when I post this. Um, Go back to the last thing God told you to do, and then he can show you your future. But when you get intentional about really like asking for those things and opening up your heart to those things, the reticular activating system. Um, like I always tell you guys, when you look, when I tell you to look for blue, you notice a million blue things in the room, right? So in the same principle, when I, I believe when you open up your heart to, and you ask God for those friends, for those people, your actions will start to follow what you're looking for, right? What you're asking for, they just do. And even in the last two months of my life, you guys, I mean, it's like I have blinders on where God has just brought the most amazing people in my life. And like I just went to SAS last week and met you know dozens more of these incredible young entrepreneurs who are just hustling and have really good hearts and, and all these different things. And I truly believe that that's because I started asking for it. I started looking for it and I got super, super intentional that that's what I wanted out of my life in this next season. And I put on blinders for everything else. And the way that God has shown up in such incredible ways, you guys, is just like I could cry. I'm so grateful because God is so good and he knows the desires of our hearts and he wants to make those things come to pass. So that's number four, a planning day per week and then four, B, get some accountability. Um, number five, get realistic about the times of tasks. So I like to think that I'm Wonder Woman and here's my little task list today <laughs> and I like to think that I can get eight billion things done and that's where I really encourage you guys to do monthly and weekly planning where literally you you set an intention for the month like a, you know you have your project for the quarter that you want to get done and you separate that into months of how you're going to accomplish that and then you separate it into weeks of weekly goals to accomplish that big task. Um, it helps to really de-escalate all the overwhelm that that is involved in those tasks and it also helps you to know exactly what you should be working on every day as well as know why you shouldn't and why you can't procrastinate. So getting realistic about those things, time blocking, I encourage 45 minutes on, 15 minutes off, um, no more than that, and there's a million reasons behind that. Research it on your own time, but um, and and also just realizing like, hey, errands might take longer than you think they do. So should you have groceries delivered to your door? Should you do Walmart pickup? Um, you know, what are ways that you can cut time out of your life so that you have more time? Um, and can you put all of your errands together on one day, maybe at the end of your planning day, rather than trying to do it in the middle of the day when you're with clients or you have school and then you have work and then you have this and then you're dealing with people and you have a coffee thing and blah, 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 right? Put similar things on similar days and it'll super duper help you. Number six. This is my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, And actually, I talk about this with uh, Stephen Roddy, the founder of Pageant Planet, coming out next week, which is going to be amazing. This is something that he reinforced in me. Um, But start with a blank piece of paper when you're overwhelmed, starting with a blank piece of paper and writing out the problem at the top. I did this yesterday. I was like, well, I'm just going to see if this works. So I got home from Florida. I was super overwhelmed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have like one day to get crap done tomorrow then it's Christmas Eve and then it's Christmas and like I don't even feel like celebrating because I have so much work to do and I was super overwhelmed so uh, per Stevens' request which you guys will hear this in the podcast next week he said ask yourself questions about what you're feeling overwhelmed about and so I started to do that and I said okay I am overwhelmed at blank 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 and so he said ask how why what questions so I said what is overwhelm when do I feel overwhelmed why do I feel overwhelmed? And I'm like writing these out on the plane. And I tell, I kid you not, you guys, by the end of one page of just journaling about it, my mind started to formulate solutions rather than focusing on problems. And I wasn't overwhelmed anymore. And I've had an amazing day today. I've gotten so much crap done. I feel so incredibly encouraged. I feel amazing. So snaps for Steven, because he totally helped me with that. And I was like, wow, I forced my brain to find a solution rather than dwelling on the problem. This is so cool, right? So do that with those times when you feel super overwhelmed. Do that when you feel like you have a massive problem in your life um, and share with us how it goes. I'd love to hear how it goes. So kind of rounding this out, um, number seven is stick with it and renew your mind to the overall vision. Allow yourself to get excited. What does this mean? So so often when we get our head in the sand of like just the the bo- boring tasks, the errands, you know, the the to-do list, the fulfillment of the things that we have to get done, I think we can get really burnt out and really jaded and sometimes forget the why behind the what. Having a really strong why is super important as you're pursuing goals and and staying on track because having a strong why and focusing on the bigger picture helps you to have the passion and the energy to remember why you're doing something and it makes answering that email more important. It makes getting up early have meaning. It makes it, it makes going to the gym have meaning because you realize that your goal is to have a certain percentage of body fat and you have a deadline and a timeline on it, right? And you're, you remember why you want to feel this way. You want to feel better about yourself. You want to fit into your jeans. You want that feeling of fitting into your jeans or you want that feeling of satisfaction where you can go to bed at 9 p.m. instead of 1 a.m. knowing that you got a crap ton of stuff done and you got to hang out with your friends and you got a good night's sleep and you're taking care of your mental health and your physical health and all these things right so I encourage you lift your head back up to that why it will super super encourage you to fill you with that energy because energy is not abundant time's not abundant energy is not abundant right like you have a fixed limited amount So, it's super important to guard that as you're guarding your heart and guarding your mind, guarding your associations. And I promise you guys, if you put these simple seven things into effect, you guys are going to be killers like in 2021. You're going to get so much stuff done and you're going to know how to self regulate like when you get off track, right? So often we just condemn ourselves and then we're like, frick, I'm off track. I'm a terrible person. Like, this isn't going to work out, yada, yada, yada. And now, hopefully, after this podcast today, you guys can get back on the horse. You guys can, you know, ride through your schedule again and feel empowered that you're not a loser. You're not a failure just because you went on vacation, right? And weren't productive for a week or just because you're going through a hard season or you're in a time of transition um, or something's happened to you, right? It's okay to have an off day. It's okay to have an off week, but I hope that these things can encourage you today. Um, I always want to give you practical advice. Y'all know me. I, I hate when things are heady and not practical. I'm like, dude, if I can't apply this to my life, what like don't waste my time right so last but not least I hope you guys will share this with a friend or two today I know that this will help people both inside and outside of pageantry and make sure that you're subscribed and we'd love for you to give us a five-star review if this has helped you Um, go listen to other episodes we're going to keep making some great content for season three coming out in 2021 and with that we'll see y'all next week Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and again, welcome to Season 3. I'm so happy to have you here. Please, a couple things I wanted to just say. Share this with a friend that you know needs to hear this today. Um, We give out this free information all the time because I am so passionate about lowering the barriers to entry for women to be successful in pageantry, but also to grow themselves as transformative leaders that know their identity, are great communicators, leaders, and also are initiating and engaging in their calling. So with that, one thing I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of is a brand new program that we beta launched last fall called the interview mastery academy and there's nothing like it on the market in the pageant industry and as a competitor and a coach somebody who's gone through this and been in your shoes several times I created this because there was a hole in the market and I am here as a coach and as a person who loves women's empowerment to fill those gaps and see those problems and provide solutions for you guys and so this is an eight week course that is not just pageant coaching although it will transform your communicative ability as well as your leadership it's also going to transform you as a person we get down into the nitty gritty about your mindset your your different personalities your core values your style your social media i teach you how i built a six-figure company online specifically through instagram we go through everything from your platform to your paperwork to on question to the advanced questions framework Everything. It is all encompassing, you guys. I even have 2,000 practice questions as well as timed mock interviews and a national level packing list. I have truly put everything on the inside of this academy and we'd be honored to have you be a part of it. So how you can get involved is at the end of every episode, you guys can DM us on Instagram. You can email us info at powerhousepageantry.com or the easiest way is just to click the link in the show notes, no matter where you're listening. And we'll send you right on to be able to access either a one-on-one strategy call, Personally, a free 30-minute call, or if you're ready to right write to sign up, you can just tell us, and we'll give you the information to purchase. It is something that will absolutely, positively transform your entire life, guaranteed. And I've created it as a total replacement for one-on-one coaching, so that through the craziness of life and the busyness of your schedule, you can ensure that you have everything necessary to be successful in pageantry, but on your own time and on your own terms. So, if you'd like more information, click. of our team. will make sure that you are taken care of. And with that, I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you are following us on social media at Powerhouse Pageantry and at